Welcome to Girl Stuff, a podcast series focusing on female bodies, issues, sexuality, and social perception of women. Or in other words, a girl-to-girl talk about anything female. Let's talk about girl stuff. Today, I'm going to talk to Kate, a really good friend of mine who works in the Google headquarters in Dublin. And she started this project. Well, Google offers you to um, start your own class or teach your own skill or kind of have some kind of initiative and they'll give you resources needed for that. And what Kate decided to do, she started a class that involves dancing, but it's not a regular dance class, as in you don't necessarily learn about the techniques or the specific movements or the specific you know styles and, and more like the classical type of dancing. This dance class is basically a fun class that kind of allows you a very safe space to do some weird movements to have a lot of fun and to burn a lot of calories as well. Um, I know it sounds a little bit like an ad for it right now, but um, it's a very fun concept. It's become hugely popular, especially within the female community at Google, because it's become one of those very few spaces for women to actually come in and really move their bodies the way they want to and not necessarily the way they are supposed to and maybe the ways that they can't really open up that body in different different situations um so it also links very much to kind of self-love that comes from uh you know like really looking at your body and really kind of getting into it and exploring it in ways that maybe you haven't explored before so the class has actually grown very uh, popular and right now Kate is going to be giving it also outside of Google. So the class is also going to be um, available to the members of the public. But um, to talk more about the concept, which by the way is called high energy dance, I have Kate here with me today. <laughs> So today I'm talking to Kate, who has inspired me, has been inspiring me actually for a long time already. She works at Google and she started this really cool initiative around dance that she also hosts at Google. And it's all about empowering women, I guess, empowering women to feel great about their bodies, to move their bodies and to just, you know, make a change in society, I guess. So maybe Kate, if you'd like to introduce yourself a little bit and tell me about your initiative and your successes with it as well. And then we just take it from there. Great. Thank you so much, Marta, for your kind words. And thank you very much for uh, an invitation, actually, for, for the podcast series. So, yeah, my name is Kate. I, I work in uh, European headquarters of Google in Dublin. And... I guess ever since I was even little, I used to dance a lot. I was always this kind of kid that had far too much, had far too much energy, kind of, you know, going to a discotheque and kind of being the star of the entire thing in a funny way. And, and then I realized that I always kind of was very good and kind of initiating the fun, whether it was the, you know, the wedding or whether it was like just a normal party, I would be usually the one that kind of brings the energy into the room. 
And back in um, back in Poland, where I used to live until I, tw- I was 20, I was actually trying out a lot of different dance styles. I would dance actually for a good six years, like at least five times a week, very different, very different styles. I would start with like video dance, which would be like this choreography dancing, going towards going towards salsa, reggaeton, dance hall, African dance, Bollywood, belly dance, ballet, jazz, contemporary dance. It was just a lot of this. And I, I could never really devote myself to one style. I always loved, if I did too much salsa, I would just get bored of salsa and go dance hall instead. I was always fascinated by all of the different styles. But then uh, I remember once I went for a workshop of African dance. And the thing about African dance is that it's an extremely energetic dance and it's not necessarily the prettiest dance of all times because it's simply about actually evoking emotions via your dancing. Like you dance for somebody's funeral, you dance for somebody's wedding, you dance for somebody's grief or love or emotion in general. You just kind of deal with emotions that you currently have with a common dance with each other. It really made a really big impact on me because I started to look at movement in general as something connected to emotions and something connected to energies. And then, uh, well, the sad part was that afterwards I moved out from Poland and I completely forgot about dancing. For seven years, I didn't really... I always wanted to dance, but I never had money nor time to really devote towards it. And yeah, I kind of... I was still, of course, socially dancing around, but never never in big detail. And then when I arrived to Dublin to work, you know, in a corporate world, I really want to come back to it because finally I had money and I had time in the evening to kind of, to do this back again. But I would say the main problem was that I checked out most of the dance schools in Dublin and I realized that there was nothing really that would meet my expectations really, because After a whole day of working, it's just hard for me to still have any brain power to memorize choreography. And I would then realize that either I go to a dance class and the teacher is not exactly what I would like to see, or the level would be a bit too low, so it is not engaging, or a bit too high so that my brain doesn't doesn't keep up with the choreography anymore. So I would just feel frustrated. So at the end of the day, even though I wanted to have fun, I would feel frustration. At one point, there was this funny thing that we have. It's called Teach Your Own Stuff Week, where you can sign up and you can offer kind of your skill you want to share. You can do anything, really. You can do knitting, you can do painting, dancing with your own shadow, really random stuff. And then I've decided, okay, you know what? Once in a lifetime, I want to be a dance teacher, like full on. I used to do workshops when I was in high school, but it was really long time ago. I want to come back to it. And that's how high energy dance started. Actually, what the main idea was that what I lack in sport in general and in movement is that sports like Zumba, for example, it's a very kind of regulated kind of dance. If you see a movement, you can immediately say, Oh, this is Zumba. This is kind of the Zumba song or something like this. It's standardized in a way. And the same with actually the results you want to achieve. You, you People usually do sports and especially in corporate world, they go to sp- do sports to, I don't know, increase their muscle strength by 10% or something like this. 
it's always like the result is actually why you do sports or like you want to lose weight or you want to do something. You never go to move just like that without any expectations of what is the outcome of what you're going to be doing. And then I was also interested in those spiritual dances, like five rhythms or gaga dance, which are very much about body awareness and how it is. But for this, I believe that actually you need more curiosity and it's for a specific, for a specific personality, I would say to go there. So what I did, I was, I did kind of like a merge of both of those things because um, the music during what the most important thing during my class is the music that I choose. It's a very high energy music. It's like Beyonce, Sean Paul, Britney Spears, and like the hits from Bollywood, uh, K-pop, African dance. And the main idea behind it is that I believe in this class. And I always said this at the in the beginning of each class, I give like a five minute intro where I say, I don't believe there's people who are dancers and are not dancers. As long as we have a body, we are all dancers. And it's just about how playful you are, you are with your body. All of us have kilometers of muscles we can use every day, but we literally have the courage to kind of be like, oh, what happens if I put this hand up that way and how, what, how does it feel? So what I really want to encourage people to do is that even when they do, I don't know, some kind of crazy moves, like a regular basic reggaeton move. So, you know, the chest up and down. I don't want them to do move it a little bit, but I want to move it like even abstractly big. Just do everything far too big as you would ever imagine to do this. Like ridiculous. And I would say that the, a lot of people who come for this dance class are thinking it's a Zumba class. And then they realize that, oh my God, this is exactly not what Zumba is. What it creates is that all of a sudden, the group of 20 people who come to the dance class are just connected to each other. They're all kind of like in the theater or in a comedy show where they're just making crazy things with their bodies. For me, there is a very big sociological thing going on right there because I know that people interacting with each other there kind of give energy to each other as well. So there's even more people who are not dancers at all. And you can see that they're very shy but they're just trying and they're so happy and smiling at the same time. And yeah, so during the class, I do a lot of like, I show what is the basic energy of the movement. So for example, in Bollywood, I would show what is the main basic thing you do in Bollywood, but then there will be a lot of improvisation. So I would say, for example, like people have to dance with each other, but have a conversation. So show your anger via dancing, show your love via dancing, show seduction via dancing. They would be pretending to be different animals. I would tell them what is the style they should write, kind of dance with. They should play with walls or floor, pretend that there is a ceiling much lower than normally is. So it's actually a very playful dance. It's the time where you go... And you just let go, let go because there is no result of it. You're not supposed to be nothing during that. You're not supposed to be sexy or anything. It's just about you having fun, interacting with people. But at the same time, it's like full on 60 minutes of, you know, jumping around. So you are a full on cardio as well. So yeah, that's basically high energy and that sounds so good. Thank you so much for a, for a pretty good explanation. I really enjoyed this. So, I mean, you being a female, and I'm guessing you've, talk, you've told me that before, that there's quite a lot of females that come to your class. How do you think 
that energy that you give people and that feeling that you connect, you know, to the body, like how do you think that influences females in particular? Just because, you know, I'm very much interested in, in how dance makes you feel really good in your own body, especially from an angle of being a female. There's, you know, there's been a lot of body shaming when it comes to females. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's also been things that have been maybe sexualized, you know, if it comes to dance and things like this. If you can talk about the energy between the female body and this very highly expressing, letting go, free dance. Mm-hmm. What I would say there is that, you know, to be very honest with you, I started this concept with the feeling that, oh, you know, I, I, I just like to dance and I have no space where I can dance. So let's create something and then let's see whether people want to dance with me. And what happened in the meantime, I realized how me being this super hyperactive person, I was always like this ever since I was a child, that actually I am kind of sharing my energy with people and how much they love it because they never find the courage to kind of do it on their own. Like, I don't know, let's say they never have the courage or time or idea to be like, you know what, how does it feel to pretend to be a spider, for example? Or how does it feel to pretend to be a bird and just go around around the room? And then I think it's, there's a big impact on their creativity. And it's funny, when was it? Three weeks ago, I was on a party, like a normal party on Saturday evening. And there were people from my dance class, like the people who I know that at the beginning there came and they're like, oh my God, I don't know what is this. And then they started loving it. And the funny thing is that they came in, they saw me on the dance floor there on a party and they were like, oh my God, let's have a high energy dance circle and everything. And they were like, so looking forward to see me and so looking forward to make a boring grave party into some kind of dance craziness. And um, I feel like they're especially... When it comes to females, especially in the corporate world, there's so many expectations, especially, especially there. It's like, you cannot be too bossy. You cannot be too mild. You cannot be uh, too, too friendly, sexy. too sexy. You cannot be too so many things. And this class is basically like the place where you really let go. You don't care. There's so many people, very high up people could come tonight into my class where like, like, you know, senior directors. And I, Nobody cares. Nobody cares about whether you just started at Google one week ago or you are there for past 10 years. It's just about, you know, having fun with each other. It's like all of a sudden, my name is not Kate. My name and my, I am just a buddy next to yours, like a human being that is next to you and just dances, dances with you and kind of encourages you to move body more. How is the how is the ratio of your classes? Like, is it more females than males? Is it both, or like, what's the ratio? For now, for now, yes. But from time to time, I managed to convince you know managed to convince a guy to come in, and they love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. I would say that there is a big stigma around dancing, um, especially yeah. Zumba, like Zumba, because it connects usually with. I don't know, expectations, I guess. I find it so freeing. I mean, maybe I'm going to share a little bit of, uh, you know, my personal experience with dance as well. And I think that's one of the reasons why I, you know, invite you on the podcast is that 
uh, same as you, I've done a little bit of dancing as well when I was a kid, probably not to the extent that you have done it, but also going to parties, even when I was younger, I feel like the main fun, the main aspect of fun that would come at those parties would actually be the dancing, not necessarily the social aspect so much, or even like the drinking or whatever. For me, it was always the dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, since, uh, you know, I came back from South America, where there it's all about movement, all about dancing. It's like it's in the blood of the locals, like it's literally in their blood. And you hear reggaeton in the supermarket. You see someone in a line in a supermarket waiting, just dancing salsa. It's it's totally normal. It's just it's beautiful that people have this, you know, great souls and great energy in them. And what I saw as well. It's at least those kind of dances, you know, like the Caribbean slash salsa slash reggaeton dance hall, all that kind of Latin mix. It really goes hand in hand with also how people accept their bodies, like mm-hmm. even, or especially females. Like I'm talking more, you know, again, from like this personal experience, seeing all these girls in, in South America with like big butts and, you know, big boobs and a bit of like brawls in their belly did not care at all. It's like it's actually something that's regarded as sexy there, opposite to what we would think you know the beauty ideal is maybe within Europe or like a bit more the western world and that goes hand in hand with the dancing like you need those curves those shapes to do these kind of dances and it really fascinated me it kind of allowed me to also accept my body a bit more and since I came back actually I've been going to a lot of dance classes some that I've already been going before but I feel like I've really started going to more and more and just the feeling that I get by moving my body like really crazily and kind of seeing it in the mirror and and just accepting it the way it is, it really makes me feel great. And I feel like that's probably, you know, the psychological change that you're doing to these people that are these women that are coming to your classes is incredible. I think sometimes we even forget, as, as you said, like that we can work out as well by dancing, but also how just accepting the way you curve your body, just seeing your body like being a bit sexy or a bit unconventional way, it really makes you really realize okay this is me this is how I feel and I feel great when you see the cultures or you when you interact with cultures where the dance is deeply rooted it's something that I also said about the African dance I've never been for a long time in South America but when you think about it when there is a culture of people that movement dancing is in general something that you just do since you're little and it's part of the traditions it's part of things it's been called Brazil Brazil has samba and some like when you For carnival, the entire city is dancing. Uh, I'm from Poland myself. We don't really have a big dancing culture. We have just those very traditional uh, dances for, um, for I don't know, prom or something like this. But nothing, nothing really, you know, where you actually move your body a lot and where you're just like smiling and moving your body. When you think of those cultures, it's always that they're just having so much more happiness from those little things. They're just like they're so much more positive. And actually, when you think of movement as a medicine, and this is also what, you know, those dances that I talked about, so Gaga dance from Israel, or five rhythms movement. So this is this kind of spiritual dancing where you kind of connect through your soul and you're very much body aware and you kind of lose yourself in meditation, which is dance meditation. It's amazing. One of the one of the things that I want to develop myself more into is um, actually dance therapy. Dance was actually researched a lot and movement in general is medicine for mental problems 
it releases more endorphins in your body because it's not only movement, but it's also kind of, you know, you move your body in all the different directions. Literally makes people happier. I think not many people realize how dancing, what are the benefits of dancing? They just see it a bit as a thing that people just do. But it has amazing thing. It has amazing impact on your mental health and on your yeah positive way of looking at life. And I would say the same on body image. You got an award as well, right? Women, cha- can you talk a bit about the award that you got for kind of changing as well the community? Yeah. 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 Let me, now I found a quote thing in Google that there's the thing that you can send so-called a kudos to somebody when somebody mm-hmm. does an amazing job. And my friend who is attending my class, she wrote to me, the class is not only good for physical health, uh, but also for my mental one. It's an amazing space where I can feel freedom and get rid of the daily stress. The class is having a huge impact on my energy levels and positivism. Thank you so much for making my Mondays much better. So this is one of the things I love like, see, uh, receiving this because I never expected it to happen. And then mm-hmm. it happened. Like, oh my God, this is so cute. But let me quote my other friend. Uh, I hope I have a, yeah. My other friend, she nominated me for a Women at Google Award. So there's an entire, there's an entire organization in Google, which is the women at, so-called women at community, which is about women empowerment, equality, and all the, all the topics like this. But to be very honest with you, I feel very much detached from it because it's a very high level up. So it's very much of a, you know, Susan Wojcicki kind of spectrum of ladies in Google, CEO of YouTube. You know, it's very much high up directors, leaders, women leaders that are receiving the awards and I kind of in the, in the loop of things. And I admire this. It's great. It's great for business. It's great for leadership. It's really great for, you know, kind of business skills. Amazing. There is never really much focus on, let's call it the grassroots innovation. So really the things that are happening, mm-hmm. the little things that people do, even on a junior level. So like not organizing I don't know, a conference for female CEOs in EMEA, but like things you do on a daily basis. And um, last year, it was the first time ever that they did an award exactly on this. So not looking on, you know, high up kind of things that are out of your reach because you simply won't organize a CEO meeting in for European spectrum, but like the little things. And my friend nominated me saying... I would like to nominate Kate for this recognition for her amazing impact on women's self-esteem and self-acceptance that she brings in every week during the high energy dance class. This class is so much more than a dance or a workout. It's a class where we girls feel we can express ourselves freely, no judgment, just girl superpower. I also want to thank Kate for being a superwoman mover, not only on our floor, but across Google. I think that this kind of sums up how people feel about the dance class. I got nominated for this and for this award. And then I won, I won the award as a game changer. For me, it was the most important day of my life really, because this is exactly the values that I live for. And I really believe in. I'm happy that I was able to connect my passion for movement and my love for movement. Also my far too much energy in my body kind of share with with the community and see an impact of this. And it's just something for me, it's also kind of interesting that 
what drove me to this award and what drove me to the entire project is simply intuition, really. Like I never really planned what is going to be the impact of my dance class. I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm bored with the dance classes that I have in <laughs> Dublin. I want to organize it something myself. And I didn't really think how it's going to be. I always, I was on, I just wanted to have like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have like a fun time with those guys. Yeah. When I did that and I realized how it started to escalate, I was just like, wow. Okay. Like it didn't even, I didn't plan on this, you know? First of all, congrats again on the award. Like it absolutely sounds amazing. Also the quotes, you know, the feedback that you got from people or from, you know, the girls that come to your class, it must feel amazing that you're making a change. You're actually making them feel better. Like you're helping their, you know, body acceptance, Mm -hmm. mental health, actual like physical health. It sounds great and so inspiring what would be your recommendation let's say for someone you know I have a I actually have quite a few friends who you know when they when I tell them about my dancing or you know I do actually tell about your story to some of my friends here as well and a lot of them are like wow I would love to or try it or like I should try it they've never maybe done any dance before and there's definitely some stigma as you said you know they're like oh I don't feel the rhythm that much or you know I don't follow choreography or whatever like are there any other words or piece of advice that you would have for someone who is slightly interested in doing a dance class or a class similar to yours to kind of feel better in in their own body what do you I hear you saying this and I hear it all around as well actually I it's quite funny ever since I started to teach Mm -hmm. the class there's quite some people who come to me and they're like Kate I'm a terrible dancer but it sounds fascinating can I come over I'm like yes exactly for you maybe one thing that I would like to say is that you know I used to used to dance a lot right but I never (laughs) ever done teacher training for example and I didn't want to start the class at Google uh, because I was thinking oh there's so many people who are much better in dancing than me why would I do this? Like, it's going to be embarrassing. And that was me. That was me for the first two years at Google. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Even though I wanted, I didn't. And then I started simply because I was like, you know what? I just want to, this is what I want to mo- focus on. This is my priority. My priority is to be more self-aware of my body. Especially with me doing all these other dances, um, I just want to kind of experience movement. So I wouldn't say that um, it's a thing of, you definitely cannot force anyone to come there. That would be not a good thing, but it's just more about if this is really your priority, this is the welcome space. I would say the stigma of dancing is also because dance classes is usually you go, you go for salsa and then salsa is, you know, this, if you move your leg this way and that way, this is going to be salsa move. If you move your leg this way and this way and you put your hand up, it's going to be, I don't know, rumba, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like particular movements have names, which I find it's a hilarious concept, really. Where is the space for just moving? We should hear more of these kind of purging messages because one of the reasons at least that, you know, my female friends are slightly also afraid do these kind of classes because not only they think they're going to be looking stupid or whatever, sometimes they think, oh, maybe, you know, I'm going to be looking, like they're just too body conscious. And 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 sometimes mm-hmm. they, they might think, oh, maybe I'll look too even sexy or like they're fighting in their head a lot of society has put in their heads for many years. Yeah. Of, this is how, even like in sex, this is how your body should look like. This is how the movement should look like. But we 
we it's like we almost forget that yeah. what media shows us is actually not the real picture and then we're really afraid of that real picture for some reason yeah. because I think that's also part of the problem at least with some of my female friends and probably what I maybe experienced a while ago as well to accept that authenticity and that reality of rawness of of the mm -hmm. actual movement and I think that's great what you're doing with actually enabling people to embrace it Yeah, for me, I think that's a big part of this is that during the class, I'm like screaming and talking a lot. I do, I do talk a lot during the class about the facilitation of the thing. It's not that I just come in and like, today we're going to be dancing and then I put music on and you do it. I'm kind of like, you know, I'm encouraging all the time. And I'm also saying the talk that I have at the beginning that I want them to be ridiculous. I don't want anybody to be sexy during this class. I want people to just go big. And I make comments also about this. Because I am doing, during the dance class, I am doing the most ridiculous things. And I am doing everything far too big. And I'm saying like, you know, when you move your hips, try to kind of like hit the walls on the side of the thing, you know, of the, of the room. Um, so I really challenge them a lot in a way like, is this seriously the biggest movement you can show me? I'm pretty sure your spine can twist more than I see. Then it's simple sociology. They see more people doing this, more people being ridiculous in this. I look ridiculous and they're thinking, okay, nothing really stops me. Like everybody are doing this. So why not? Why do it? Kind of like a social pressure of it, you know? Then I think the funniest, I think one of the movements that I do, and it's always like the highlight of the thing for, um, of the class for many people, you have to lie on your, lie on your knees, lie on yep. your forearms and you have basically have to twerk like a frog when you're like a frog twerking on the floor and all the people imagine all the directors and all this like corporate people being there and they're like what the hell is this it was supposed to be zumba you know and they see everybody are doing it and it's like imagine 20 people doing this at the same time and then we pretend to be cats there's not many places or time spaces where you can do that i cannot really think of like where else could i go and pretend to be a cat Maybe in yeah. my room, but not really anywhere else. Totally. Or unless I was a musical dancer, that would be one of the things. But also then it would be always about the awareness. Do I actually look like a cat? Do I actually have the movements? And they're just like, oh, whatever you feel like the cat is doing, just do it, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much. That sounds already so inspiring. Even just listening to you, I already feel empowered. I think you're doing a great job. Congrats again on the award. Congrats on great work and keep on going. I really hope that even, you know, this conversation that we just had is going to help you somehow, you know, lure even more people in and really just make yep. even a bigger change in the community. Um, but right now I'm going to teach my class for the first time in public and Delight Studios, which is this really amazing hipster space people would like to sign up or hear more about your class where can they find some information about the public one delight studios website or on the facebook page it should be up very soon okay very 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 cool thanks again thank you so much for invitation